And we have joining us a great guest. He is secretary treasurer of Teamsters Local 630, and they have been fighting for working class families for more than 80 years. They stand up for their members in the workplace. They stand up for their their members with legislative agendas, with politics, social landscapes across the board. Uh, more than to, uh, to have uh, a pleasure to have with us, Lou Villalvazo. Uh, back, by the way, Teamsters, they were founded back in 1903. They're, the union represents 1.2 million hardworking people, not just here in the United States, but Canada and in Puerto Rico. Please check out their website, Teamster.org, to learn more about them. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at Teamsters or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Teamsters. Uh, Secretary Treasurer, thank you for joining us. Hi, Leslie. You can call me Lou. Thanks for having me. I know that on the 17th of this month, more than 50 local unions are going to be taking part in a leaflet action at Chidrawi. Now, if anybody, I go to Mexico a lot. I love Mexico. I lived in Mexico years ago. Hablo Espanol, but my audience doesn't always. So, And I have a very bad gringa accent. So, and very bad grammar. <laughs> so, Chidrawi is um, a really nice supermarket in Mexico. You know, I've been there. And um, tell us about this uh, leaflet action, what a leaflet action is and why this is taking place, Lou. So the, 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 the whole purpose of the, uh, it's a public awareness campaign, Leslie. And uh, what we're going to be doing is uh, 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 going out there and in, uh, in a massive support of solidarity between uh, a lot of locals uh, within the Teamsters organization. And uh, we're going to spread out between Northern California, Southern California, uh, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, and New Mexico. And uh, we're going to, we're going to be out there to talk to the public uh, about what Chedraui is doing. Um, you know, this, this, as you said, Chedraui is, uh, uh, it's probably the second, I want to say the second or the third largest uh, grocery chain in Mexico. Uh, they do have uh, uh, high-end stores, um, kind of a, a, a Gelson's type, mm -hmm. uh, very few of them, but for the majority of them, uh, it's a regular supermarket. Uh, and they have others that are kind of a mixture of a, what a Sam's Club would be out here or a Costco. Um, and uh, we want to we want to inform the public on, on what Chedraui has done um, and, and uh, uh, what's happening on, on the ground here in Southern California is uh, we have uh, several workers that decided actually over 600 uh, workers that uh, decided to uh, organize. Uh, they were fed up with Chedraui. Um, they were tired of the changes in the working conditions, uh, the lack of respect and dignity on 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 with the workforce and between management. Uh, so they they uh, they organized uh, under their federal rights earlier this year, and uh, since then the company has been violating uh, several uh, uh, U.S. labor laws and, uh, really retaliating against the workers for exercising their federal rights that they have. Terrible. Uh, Group, Grupo Comercial uh, Shadrawi is a Mexican company that's publicly traded on the Mexican stock exchange. And the company has grown significantly. To your point, I've been to all three types of those markets. The ones like Sam's Clubs, the one right. like in between a Gelson's and a Whole Foods kind of thing. And then right. the one that's just like, you know, your, 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 your normal market. Um, you know, that you would see in, you know, in, you know, not the tourist areas, but, you know, more of the uh, neighborhoods. Um, and they've grown significantly. They operate three supermarket chains. They make the majority of its revenue from here in the United States, right? I mean, because they own three store banners here in the United States, and they're around 375 total locations. I think most of our listeners will know 
one or two of these, if not all three, I'm here in California, I know all three, smart and final. I think, uh, you know, almost everybody out there knows smart and final, right? They're concentrated here in Southern California, but they do have locations in Nevada. They have uh, in uh, locations in the Phoenix area. El Super, they're concentrated here in Southern California, but they're in Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Juarez uh, in, in Texas, right? You know, they're on the border. And then Fiesta Mart, entirely in Texas, right? I used to live in Texas, so, you know, I'm familiar with that. Most of its locations are either in Houston, where I lived, um, or the Dallas-Fort uh, Worth area. So if Americans say, oh, I've never heard of you know, people, you know, listening and, and watching say uh, Chidrawi, I've never heard of it. Well, if you're in Texas, you know Fiesta Mart, right? And if you're in SoCal, Arizona, Nevada, you know Smart and Final, you know El Super. Um, so so this, isn't, this isn't something that's happening just over the border. This is something that affects people, you know, here in the United States. And, you know, Mexico is our, our working, you know, literally working partner and neighbor to the South. Yeah, no, absolutely, Leslie. And 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 just to give you some context on on Chedraui, nobody knows who Chedraui is. Uh, and the reason I say that is they 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 started off back in the days as Grupo Chedraui uh, and started with Gigante. So Gigante was a, a big uh, Hispanic market uh, here in Southern California, and it later on went and changed to El Super. Uh, from El Super, they they. Right after that, they expanded to Texas with Fiesta Mart, and that's really where you see Fiesta Mart is in Texas. Uh, El Super is is the other cornerstone here in Southern California. And in 2021, they purchased uh, Smart and Final, the American brand, for about 680, $660 million. In the last two years during the pandemic, uh, they have grown to where the company is worth $14 billion. So it is a big, big uh, 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 corporation. They are capitalizing on the brand. If you see their trucks out on the on the freeway, on the highway, you'll see a, a smart and final 150 years uh, as a brand. Uh, and what what is happening? They're not going to put Chedraui on the supermarket. It's smart and final. And the problem we have with what they're doing is that this this company Chedraui. Uh, is no no different than some of these other companies that are coming to the U.S. Uh, you know, people talk about Reyes, and Reyes, what is Reyes? Well, they own Coca-Cola now, right? Mm -hmm. And then you got uh, Mondelez, uh, and, and they're they're in the baking baking industry and and picked up things like Nabisco and and several other uh, uh, Amer uh, American brand products that are out there. Uh, the problem that we have with Chedraui is that. Uh, what they've they've been known for and they've been busted for not just uh, uh, here in the U.S. but back in Mexico is for price gouging, uh, and they did that uh, during the pandemic with eggs and and I think uh, our uh, attorney general for the state of California, Rob Bonta, uh, had brought some action towards them. Uh, but it's it's the, the the bigger picture here is what these workers that exercise their rights uh, to uh, have a voice at the table. And as soon as they did that, the company began to retaliate and, and is trying to treat these workers as if they're back in Mexico. And, and we're, we're, we're here to tell the public we're, we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. Uh, we have U.S. labor laws and they have to abide by them, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Uh, and they have to negotiate uh, uh, and, and, and have a duty to negotiate a fair contract with these workers.
Well, I know that last month and the month before September and August or August and September, uh, local 630 uh, members uh, rallied um, to demand fair treatment by Chidrawi uh, with a focus on protecting American jobs and, and living standards, uh, bargaining a fair contract. Um, does local 630 represent other workers at this company's? Uh, and, and what about the industry? Yes. Uh, so 630 represents uh, roughly uh, over 600 warehouse workers within two distribution centers. In February was uh, the, the first group of workers in commerce ended up uh, organizing. And uh, soon after that, in June of this year, the second group of workers at the second largest distribution center for Smart and Final uh, ended up uh, uh, organizing as well. Uh, we began negotiations with them back in May. Uh, and soon after we, we began those negotiations, the company soon after that began retaliating against these workers uh, for exercising their rights. So people understand, what are some key differences between the way workers at these locations are treated versus the way workers under a Teamster contract are treated? Well, the difference, the difference between uh, the workers that, that are normally, uh, that, that don't have a union them, uh, representing them uh, are at will. And that means that the employer gets to set their working conditions, uh, their standards, uh, everything from their wages to their vacations and, and policies. Uh, the workers that uh, exercise their rights, their legal rights under federal law, uh, they have a seat at the table. They actually, we have a committee of workers from those distribution centers at the, uh, in the actual meetings, uh, meeting with the employer and their attorneys. In this case, uh, it, it's it's their uh, uh, labor relations uh, for Chedrawi and their uh, outside uh, counsel that they hired, or uh, you want to say a, a hired gun. Uh, so right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Lou in just a moment. Uh, don't go away. Uh, many more questions to ask about this uh, so you can be fully aware and also what you can do. Um, we'll be back with the Secretary Treasurer of Teamsters Local 630. Check out Teamster.org. Find out everything they do. Follow them on Twitter at Teamsters and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Teamsters. Back with Lou Lavazzo right after this. We're back with Secretary Treasurer of Teamsters Local 630. Check out the website for Teamsters, teamster.org. Follow them on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Teamsters, and on Twitter at Teamsters. Um, Lou, we were talking before the break uh, about uh, victories, and I was wondering, how did the company react to the workers winning this election, and what has it been like for the workers to deal with this company in light of that? Well, uh, soon after they, uh, the first uh, distribution center in commerce organized, uh, we began negotiations with them at the beginning of May. Actually, uh, the first session was Cinco de Mayo. Gave them our, our comprehensive uh, proposals. By the next, over the weekend, the company put out a, a, a statement. And the reason it's important is the second group of workers were in the middle of preparing a vote for their uh, union. As that was coming up, the company put out a statement stating that they would shut down all five distribution centers and move it to a, a, a new distribution center that they had uh, uh, leased. 
And what ended up happening was they, they scared all the workers by saying that you're going to have to reapply for your new job. Uh, so a lot of workers were confused as to what's going on because a lot of these workers have 35 years, 40 years. These are not uh, 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 people that just started working for this company. We have long tenured employees, 25, 30, up to 40 years. Uh, so the employees were, were, were freaking out. We ended up having a second session and, you know, asking the, the, the company, why didn't you tell us about this, uh, this, uh, this plan that you guys had? And they're like, well, we just, you know, my client had just come up with it. And, uh, you know, you don't come up with a, a, a big logistical plan to shut down five distribution centers and move it into one of the largest uh, distribution centers in Southern California, almost two million square feet. So we had a lot of uh, exchanges back and forth. And during that exchange is with, where we, we called out the company uh, for what they were doing. And, and we told them, are you going to terminate these employees? And they actually said, yes, they're going to be terminated. They're going to have to reapply. Uh, and no different than anybody coming off the, the, the public street. So we, we, we had a choice of words for them uh, because we, we believe it's not fair that these workers that have dedicated uh, 35 years, 40 years uh, to this uh, company and building the Smart and Final brand, um, especially during the pandemic, for the company to to treat these workers the way they did. So we initially, right after that, uh, filed uh, uh, unilateral uh, charges on the company for the changes that they're doing, and 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 not only uh, not negotiating the effects of of this uh, this change to the new facility. But uh, more importantly, the, the retaliation for these guys organizing and at the same time for threatening the workers in Riverside, because as this was happening, the workers in Riverside were getting ready to uh, uh, exercise the right under federal law uh, for their union. So that took place uh, as soon as uh, the, the second session of negotiations. Uh, since then, the company uh, and their attorneys have just been surface bargaining. And when I mean surface bargaining, we've had over uh, a dozen sessions with them. And we have really uh, three, if not if four uh, pieces of language that we've talked about, which they don't even want to say a tentative agreement. Uh, they're playing games uh, by calling it supposals. Uh, that's the way the attorney wants to operate. Uh, but secondly, I think more importantly, uh, it, the way they've been acting at the table is is very clear that they have no intentions of negotiating a contract for these workers. Uh, and the reason I say that is the statement they put out to the workers was that come 2024, the first quarter of 2024, they will be shutting down the five distribution centers, moving the work over to the new location. These employees will be terminated. They will have to apply. They will have to go through background checks. Uh, drug screenings and all of that. And they said, if you are hired, you will fall under the new working conditions at the new location. Um, to this date, uh, uh, we have demanded that they follow the work uh, because it is the work from these distribution centers that's going directly over there. Uh, but they are, are are hiding and playing games behind uh, they call it a shell game, you know, uh, with uh, different LLCs uh, for these uh, distribution centers, all owned by Chedraoui. Wow. I mean, so many actions this company has taken because you guys won an election. And, you know, clearly this management, this corporation is not bargaining at the bargaining table. They're, they're acting uh, like uh, thugs. 
after the workers voted to unionize, um, and after workers, not just these workers, any workers vote to unionize, isn't it illegal for an employer to do what you just said, to do what Smart and Final did, to shut down and move operations, to force all or some of its staff to reapply for their jobs? Um, so, and if it is illegal, why is the employer still doing this, knowing it's illegal? I mean, e- even though they may think they'll get away with it in the short run, in the long run, they're certainly not, especially when you got the Teamsters at the table. Leslie, you're absolutely correct. And the reason that this happens is because our, our, our labor laws are broken. Uh, that's why we need the PRO Act. Uh, the, the reality is that these corporations, when they have the money that they have, uh, they're able to tie this up and, and litigate this in courts. And that's exactly what I, I've, I've told this attorney. You're not here to negotiate. You're here to litigate uh, and play this game, the weight game, because they've already told these employees that they're going to terminate them in 2024. So the reality is what they're doing is illegal, but they have the money and it's OK. That, that, that attorney has already sold his plan to Carlos Smith, who's the CEO for, for Chedraui. He's told them basically it's going to cost you some money, but we'll get rid of the union. And if we don't, by the end, we'll address it then. But by that time, you've already gotten rid of all these workers that pushed the union in. And that's really what the, the game plan is with these corporations. Uh, they're allowed to tie this up uh, through, the, the, uh, through the NLRB and, and the legal system with the understanding that they'll get rid of some of these workers. At, at the end, it's really... Uh, it's corporate greed, and more than anything, it's it's having power over employees. And and what's sad about this is this company doesn't realize that they didn't build Smart and Final; they bought it. Right. These workers built it. Uh, and 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 it's even interesting because they constantly bring in employees to do the work, and they're cycling through people just like Amazon. They can't even keep people there. So these workers that are actually exercising their right to have a voice at the table to fix the issues that are going on, the company's willing to get rid of all of them and start from scratch. But the reason being is by moving them to the Inland Empire, which is where the distribution center is, their goal is to lower the wages. So one of the things that's happening is between those five distribution centers, there's already a 10 to $12 gap. There's a disparity in wages. And the reason I said these are all employees of Chedraui, and some of them are, are uh, 3PLs or third-party employers that they operate, but doing the same work. And there's already 10 to $12 of a difference in between those uh, workers. So by them moving it over to the Inland Empire, starting it up under Chedraui, that's their new warehouse, right? What they're going to do is basically, they're not. it's a race to the bottom. They, they want to drive the wages down and say, you're interested, you can get started at $18 an hour, uh, maybe a week or two of vacation. These are the sick days and so forth, and these are the working conditions. Uh, but that is a way to get around it. And is it legal? No, it's not. But if they have the money to tie it up, they're going to continue to do that. We've seen it before. There's been decisions already that, that have been made. It takes, you know, a year or two. But in the meantime, these workers are going to work every day with the threat, knowing that their job is going to be terminated. And if they were supporters, they know for a fact that their job is done. So that is exactly what this employer, uh, Chedraui, uh, is doing to these workers at Smart and Final. 
Yeah, I mean, they're breaking the law, but like you said, without the PRO Act, they're not really, the law's not really being enforced, and they know that, you know, so they're just kicking it, uh, you know, kicking the can down the road, worry about it later. Um, So tell me about the action um, you have planned. I mean, how do you hope this will uh, force the company to change its behavior, what you guys are going to be doing? Well, what we want to do is the best thing that we can, we have is we have control of our, our pocketbook, right? And where we shop. So we're, we're, we're not boycotting the company. We want to inform the company as what, what is happening right now and what they're doing. And more than anything, the, the message is being received very well because we're, a lot of people don't know that, that the company is now uh, Mexican owned. And then when we tell them uh, the violations that, that, that they, that they committed, uh, and how they're destroying American jobs, it grabs people's attention right away. Uh, so what we want to do is we, we're we going to have an action, as I stated, we're going to we're gonna continue to be out there hand-billing and educating the public on who Chidrawi is and what they're doing to their employees. Uh, and our goal is that the, that, that the public uh, let, let the company know, let the CEO know, they can call them and let them know that they need to do what's right and take care of their workers that actually built Smart and Final. Uh, and not only that, if they're going to do business here in California or in the U.S., anywhere in the U.S., they need to follow U.S. labor laws. They cannot be treating <laughs> the workers like they're in Mexico and try to get away with driving wages down. People are fed up and they're tired. Uh, the price of gasoline is through the roof. The price of goods is through the roof. And they want to drive these type of American jobs into the ground, we're not we're not going to let them do that. Absolutely. And the, everybody listening and watching, you've got to support these workers at Smart and Final. Go to Teamster.org to find out more and how you can do that. Check out Facebook.com forward slash Teamsters. Follow them there on, on Twitter at Teamsters. Secretary Treasurer of Teamsters Local 630. It's been more than a pleasure. I know you're really busy. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Leslie.